And now, The Fine Print with attorney Jen Rout. Welcome to The Fine Print with Attorney Jen Rout. I'm Attorney Jen Rout, and with me, as always, is my studious sidekick, Ben Needenthal. That is a blatant lie, is what that is. <laughs> yes, it is. No, I have, I have decades of education that will tell you otherwise, that studious is not a word to use to describe me. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. A little stressed. How about you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... I'm I'm good stress. I know, I, and we talked a little bit beforehand. I know that your stress is not as awesome as as my stress <laughs> is at the moment. And oh, there's an important right. delineation right there. It's it's easy to get stuck and say, oh, I've got so much stress. But is it good stress, like stress that you're getting because things are going well, or is it bad stress because dumb things have happened and right. and and rained on your parade? And unfortunately. You know, you have the other side of that, so. That's all right. Yeah. But I think the whole world's stressed right now. Yeah. There, there's a lot of bad yeah. stuff There's a lot. You know what? We're, uh, we're recording this um, several days uh, after uh, the, the Orlando shooting. Um, and there's been a bunch of other just horrible, horrible news stories the past week or so. And, and, and it's political time and everybody's pissed off at each other on Facebook and you know, I just I have a hard time getting into the political thing or and getting into the he said she said and the nastiness of all that. And honestly, some days just if it's pouring, I just want to pretend like it's sunny out. And so that's kind of what we're we're looking at today is we're gonna we're gonna do something that is not in any way related to gun control or nope. or politics or anything like that. We're today we're gonna talk about dumb laws. Right. They really probably don't affect you anymore. Nope. A lot of them. Nope. Probably not. But yeah. some of them are just absolutely asinine. And the weirdest part is some of these are still on the book. So it's like they're active <laughs> laws and you could theoretically get in trouble for, I guess, breaking any number of these laws. Uh, this is in Ohio we're going to focus on here, right. central Ohio. So, I mean, if you're one of our uh, fans listening from the Netherlands, which, real quick, <laughs> if you are in the Netherlands and you are listening to our show, please, please, please go to Facebook. Find us the fine print on Facebook on Facebook and please tell us why you're listening to us every single week. I, f I find it fascinating that you do why Ohio law and, and that sort of thing is, in, is so interesting to you. I would love to hear from you. So if you're in the Netherlands, love to hear from you, please send us an email through the Facebook or, or the fine print at boxlandmedia.com. But uh, let's, uh, let's kind of get into the, the whole, I just bumped the microphone too. So I'm oh, calling myself out on it. Bad. So I know I'm a bad person. Um, <laughs> So let's uh, let's dive into the the dumb laws thing, kind of right off right off the get go here. Um, right. Which one do you want to start with? Well, you know the one I found funniest so far, and just so we're all clear, we're on dumblaws.com. So yeah, um, this is sta the standard repository right. for all dumb laws. So, um, but you know, this is an Ohio law that specifically says. Um, couple things it is illegal to mis mistreat anything of great importance <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> that is a very nebulous law right it is ohio revised code section 2927.11 effective dates 93098 so this isn't like you know one of those like holdovers from like the 1800s or anything like that like this is 
This is like in 1998, somebody mistreated something of great importance. Right. And pissed a whole bunch of people off. Right. But I mean, and they have a list. It's the flag, a public monument, um, historical or commemorative marker, or any structure, Indian mound or earthwork, cemetery thing, or site of great historical or archaeological interest. A place of worship, its furnishings, religious artifacts, sacred texts, etc. Um, or a work of art or museum piece. Shrouds then, of Turin, yeah. you, know, uh, you know. And any other object of reverence or sacred devotion. Well, <laughs> that's, I mean, like, okay, to a point. A lot of that makes some sense. And you're like, okay, don't don't destroy things that are important, significant, sure. like significant historical things. Like, don't burn the courthouse down. Don't, you know, deface the statue of Christopher Columbus. Although, arguably, you could make the case that Christopher Columbus was kind of a douche nozzle. But <laughs> we're going to avoid that one. Um, Do you but have something against Christopher Columbus? I have lots against Christopher Columbus, actually. Ooh. I do. Um, <laughs> aside from the fact that he... I'm putting quotation fingers on this discovered America. Um, you know, he's, he basically came here and displaced an entire population of, of existing humans and kicked them out. And, you know, well, it, he didn't really do that. He was the spearhead of the thing. He was the, well, the he tip was of the only spear. alive for so many years. Yeah. Cause then after that, it was floods of people came yeah. and we kept. Pushing well, them. and it's in a lot of it has to do with white guilt, which I should have because I'm a white guy and, and it's, and, and, and no, we we're, we're shitty when it comes to native peoples. So that's, uh, I'm not disagreeing about that part. I just think it's fascinating. You blame Christopher Columbus for hundreds of years. Ask, of uh, if you have an opportunity to talk to somebody who is native American heritage, ask them how they feel about Christopher Columbus. It's, it's an eye opening experience. I, it really I, is. I will. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to get into the whole thing. Cause it's, again, we're trying to keep this on the, the, light, happier, and happy. the ha- light and happy side today. So, right. so in this situation, um, you know, if you desecrate a flag, I think that was probably the, the impetus for a lot of this would be my guess is kind yeah. of the, the flag is sort of like, and let's, let's just say any kind of, uh, let's lump in any public monument or anything that's historically significant, that kind of thing. Well, but then it gets into the, the weird territory of, you know, uh, you know, a, a work of art or a museum piece or any other object or of reverence or sacred devotion. And I mean, that could literally be, you know anything the big boy sculpture at the frishes you know i mean that's that's how important are we talking here and you know i mean so not a lot of standards there there's a guy and i'm not going to say where this is but if you live in columbus you probably know there's a house where there's a guy who refuses to clean his yard and he says it's an art installation piece and huh. the city has come after him numerous times for safety violations, things like that, because he they say that his law. I mean, he's basically he's essentially he's a hoarder and keeps all of his stuff in his front yard and in his oh. backyard. And if uh, I'll I'll tell you where it is when we're not recording, but it's <laughs> a, you can drive by. It's quite a thing. Um, but uh, and he's constantly, you know, ha- having legal battles with the city, with the state, and, and signs out front saying that we are not free and stuff like that. And so I guess it, that's where it gets into the, the interpretation of, well, what is significant? You know, what, what is yeah. culturally significant to any number of people, you know? Right. So, yeah. So weird law. That's, that's the, that, yeah. yeah, that may not be dumb, but that's yeah. weird yeah. because of the interpretation. 
What's right. your What's your next one? Uh, no civil arrests may be made on Sunday or on the Fourth of July. Fascinating. Now, so, as we all know, the Fourth of July is a lawless holiday. When, right. You so, know. first of all, civil <laughs> arrests. Yeah. In theory, keep in mind that I say this is in theory because we have police officers for a reason. But in theory, a civil arrest is any U.S. citizen may make an arrest of another person when there is probable cause that a felony has been committed and that person you are arresting was the one who committed it. Right. And this is felony. This felony. Is, you know, we have to be very clear about this. This is not just like, well, I, you know, I saw my, my neighbor jaywalk, so I'm, I'm hauling his ass in. Right. So yeah. to do something in the news that could kind of be considered civil arrest... Um, we all have seen all the news about the uh, rapist in California. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. So, forgetting the horrible things that are what he was doing, there were two guys on bicycles who noticed it, thought it was weird, interceded. One stayed with the victim. One rode his, ran down the guy. Yeah. And basically caught him. Yeah. That could be considered a Hopefully civil arrest. Roughly caught him. Very I, I violently so. caught him, as as would be deserved in right. such a thing. But technically, that would be considered a civil arrest. Obviously, they called the police. The police came and made the real arrest. But in theory, that's a civil arrest. Yeah. Um, but in Ohio, according to Revised Code 2927.11, um, is that the one we're looking at? Nope. Uh, Sorry. I'm looking I'm... at 2331.12. Yes, that's the one. Yes. <laughs> Um, Effective 10-1-1953. Right. There are no uh, civil arrests allowed on Sundays or 4th of July. I have to imagine this is a holdover from an era where crime was probably not as prevalent, especially in like, cause, I mean, that was back when Columbus, before freeways and all the other stuff, and before Columbus became a, a large metropolitan area. It has to be something along the lines of just, you know, there just weren't that many people to be arrested at that time. And so police offices were probably closed on Sundays and the 4th of July would be my guess. And right. I don't know, but I like the idea of just the 4th of July is fucking anarchy. Right. You know, just that's, that's the Sundays and the 4th of July. Yeah. If they fall on the same day, holy hell. It right. is lawless Armageddon. So yeah, perfect. Fascinating. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all right, uh, uh, what do you got next? Um, let's see here. You got any? Uh, yeah, I like uh, there. Well, here's a couple quick ones um, that are. There's not a whole lot of additional content pre presented here, but since it's on dumblaws.com, it has to be truth. Um, <laughs> purveyors of truth, dumblaws.com. Uh, women are prohibited from wearing patent leather shoes in public. Fascinating. Yeah. So. Do they have a source for that? No, there's no source. Is that a city law? But I fully intend on throwing the book at whomever I can get my hands on for that one. So, uh, yeah, there's no, I, I would imagine it is Ohio law. Because it's listed under the Ohio law section. But, yeah, women are prohibited from wearing patent leather shoes in public. So you got those shiny leather shoes. I'm looking at your shoes right now. Are those leather? Uh, yes, they are. You are in deep, deep shit. I, I could be in trouble. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, did you know in Canton uh, electric fences are banned? I did not know that. 
So it specifically says under Canton Statute um, 0521.07.00, fences, no person, person shall erect or maintain any fence charged with an electrical current. Hmm. Guess there's no horse ranches. Well, John Hammond is not building a dinosaur park down there, so uh, that's uh, uh, yeah. right. So no, Lovely no Canton, Jurassic Ohio. Park, but there's yeah. also, I mean, farmers use yeah. electric fences. Yeah. For cattle and yeah. horses. I, mean, I, I sheep. got to imagine it's just it, that's got to be one of those where it was like somebody got hurt or something like that would be my guess. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see and see what the full text of the law says on that one. Um, Let's see. <laughs> Direct or maintain barbed wire. This is fascinating listening to two people read a law. Yeah. Um, let's see. Provided such strands are not less than. I don't know. It looks like it's got to, You have to use barbed wire fence instead of electric fence. That's it. Or there is a barbed wire magnate that, that oh. uh, had a special interest thing going on and said, no, I didn't. No, not in Kenton. No, you have to you have to buy my product. Right. Yeah. So, well, okay. So, sticking with Canton, um, if one loses their pet tiger, they must notify the authorities within one hour. I, I don't uh, know how dumb that is. Th- honestly, that seems, that seems pretty reasonable to me. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't know that you should necessarily have a pet tiger <laughs> or bear. Oh I my. Mean, let's be honest. If you have a pet tiger, there's probably a few other laws you should probably be a little more concerned about. Right. But you know, it's. Uh, it looks like this was. In effect, um, it's not really listed as a date, is there? No. No. Five twenty five oh five. Yeah, no. It's <laughs> no 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 date on this one. Um, but this is Canton, Ohio, and so I guess there's got to be a story leading into this. But you know, in case it, it report or of escape of exotic or dangerous animal. The owner or keeper of any member of a species of the animal kingdom that escapes from his custody or control and that is not indigenous to the state or presents the risk of serious physical harm to persons or property or both shall within one hour, if he discovers or reasonably should have discovered an escape, report it to law enforcement officer. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of get the gist of everything there. Right, but, but I think that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, realistically. Yeah. Now, on the other side of making sense, uh, <laughs> power wheel cars are not to be driven down the street. Oh, but, okay, again, though. Safety, I suppose. Safety you can make for that your argument. child. Don't let your child roll his power wheel down the street. Yeah. You know, uh, one of those four-seater Jeeps, the Barbie Jeep. It also includes roller skates and similar devices in streets. So, see, not so dumb. Yeah. So, this is also, again, this is Canton. Right. Um, and they basically say, no person upon roller skates or riding in or by means of any coaster, toy vehicle, skateboard, or similar device shall go upon any roadway except while crossing a street on a crosswalk. So, basically, okay, if you do, it's essentially jaywalking is what it sounds like to me anyway so <laughs> well, how about in bexley so suburb of columbus uh bexley according to ordinance number 223 um put made in effect september 9th of 1919 um it prohibits the installation and usage of slot machines in outhouses 
Well, clearly there's a traffic problem that started. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. People are waiting in line. There's there's lines. And if you put (laughs) slot machines, I mean, hell, you could be in there all day, you know? So, I mean, uh, if you get a good steady source of food coming into you, I mean, literally, you got no other needs, you know? So, uh, it, so that's kind of yeah. the, okay. Again, dumb laws that sometimes yeah. make sense. Interestingly, uh, in Bay Village, Ohio, it is illegal to walk a cow down Lake Road. Just Lake Road? Just specifically listed as just Lake Road. Well, then let's walk some cows down some of the other roads. Yeah, I've actually heard that there, and I don't, I don't see any evidences on here, but it so it could have been repealed, but. There was originally a law in Columbus saying you could not walk a cow down Broad Street, which Broad Street makes some sense because it's a major, major road. And if, you know, they're trying to get traffic off of the road and, you know, cows are not known to be God's quickest animals um, or smartest. True. And it is a little jarring to look out your window and go, huh, that's a cow walking down my road. That actually happened a few weeks ago. Down my road. <laughs> okay, That's right. That, that wasn't even from your, your days in Jackson? No, nope, not even from my Jackson days. Um, although I do have a funny law about Jackson we'll share here in a minute. But right. um, specifically, uh, we have a veterinary guy on our road, and apparently he was taking care of a cow, and the cow needed some exercise. So he walked the cow down the road to the end and back. <laughs> and it was a big cow. It was not like, you know cute little black and white milking cow no this thing was huge like <laughs> thousands of pounds I like gotta exercise the cow exercise yeah. your cow you can't get just like a feather toy on like a wand and wave it in front of the no. cow and and get them to chase after it or no. give them some cow nip or something like that i mean that's <laughs> that's not gonna work um clearly I do ben have, has cats i i have uh, terrible terrible news uh for for anybody who lives in the akron area uh as of uh, let me pull up the date to make sure I'm 100% correct on this. Uh, <laughs> as of 12-18 uh, of 1973, it is illegal to display colored chickens for sale. So now, no dyeing your chickens. Right. And that's and I want to make this very clear because we're not talking about like, you know, no brown chickens or, you know, mm-hmm. spotted chickens or anything like that. This is like if you are literally coloring and this includes baby rabbits and baby poultry, so chicks and rabbits. So I have to imagine this is some sort of like Easter thing that came up. Has um, to be it, that you are not allowed to sell any. <laughs> okay, I have to let me just read this because this is so absurd. Um, no person shall dye or otherwise color any rabbit or baby poultry, including but not limited to. Chicks and ducklings. No person shall sell, offer for sale, expose for sale, raffle, or give away any rabbit or baby poultry that has been dyed or otherwise colored. Huh. All right. So, so there no you dyeing go. your baby chicks. Noted. So I'm I'm hoping that somebody's business idea just went down in flames because I think that's hilarious. Um. <laughs> Been slightly evil there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Um. So. Sticking with Akron there, um, it, it, they have a criminal law on the books called importuning. Um, it's section 13304. Uh, no person shall solicit sex from another of the same gender if it offends that second person. This one actually fascinates me a little bit because okay. I have to imagine 
that the, uh, first of all, it's got to be an old law. I mean, uh, let's uh, we'll look into that here. It's I don't know because I mean seventy three. Yeah, nineteen seventy. Apparently, they passed several laws in seventy three. Was that, a that big were, year. <laughs> that, that was that was the year they cracked down on the 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 you know the animal coloring and the same sex uh, proposition thing. Uh, but apparently, I- I- in that situation, mm-hmm. like if if I'm a uh, a straight man and I'm easily offended. Um, which one of those things is moderately true. Um, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, and somebody solicits sex from me, uh, and, and it is of the same sex, uh, so another guy solicits sex from me. If I am offended by it, I can actually throw the book at them. Well, there is some uh, a caveat to that. It is if and only if. The offender knows the solicitation is offensive to the other person or is in reckless disregard of that person's sensibilities. So, so in that you situation, have- you know what's going to piss Jerry off is if I, <laughs> if I try to get him to have sex with me. I'm just, right. just going to piss him right off. Right. You so know? you'd have to know. So I guess if you're out at a bar and you look over and you're like, hey, you want to go back to my place? That wouldn't count, right? I I mean, well, I mean it, that's it, how I'd read yeah, the if, law. Yeah, if, if it's like if you're feeling the vibe and you're like, hey, you know what, you and I, yeah, maybe, maybe we should go back and bone. Then that's, I guess, in, it's not like, well, you know. Eh. But if it's like, you know, I, I, I'm going to ask him this even though I know it's going to piss him off. You know, uh, eh, hey, Lou, <laughs> you want to go have sex? <laughs> God damn it, John, I told you no. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is now illegal. So I mean, I and it's I don't know how that fits in with like today's. I guess it's kind of a sexual harassment. Right. I mean, the law. rest of that statute really makes sense. It's you know because it's almost you, like the same sex thing is kind of like almost incidental to the rest of it. It's like it has to be malicious right. intent. That well, but I mean, wouldn't that be the same if it was opposite yeah. sex? Yeah. So you yeah. know, yeah. You're, it, you're asking. You are soliciting sex from someone of the opposite sex knowing that it's going to offend them yeah exactly Wouldn't, isn't that the same thing uh, you would think why and I mean, does the same sex matter yeah, yeah exactly yeah why? Well, yeah why do, that's that's the question mark that's that because right. in that situation let's say you know uh you're a, a woman who likes women and a guy comes up to you and says you know hey you want to go bone and that offends you i can understand why that might offend you you know, but if it's another woman that comes up, says, hey, you want to go bone and you're offended, that's where the the, the illegality comes from. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a weird. That's definitely kind of one of the dumb ones that we may want to update yeah. the wonder, rest of that. Law... Are there legal historians? Oh, yeah. Could we get a legal historian in here? Do you know any? I, I'm sure I could. I think that might be kind of a fascinating thing, like find somebody who's like an expert on some of these dumb laws and kind of run it. Yeah, that might be kind of a fun thing. See, that'd be fun. See, I worked my first two and a half years were down in Jackson, Ohio. (laughs) It has to be said like that. Jackson, Ohio. Jackson, Ohio is a thriving metropolis of about 5,000 people. 6,000 or so. Well, I guess it's a city, so it's ah, 6,000 people. All roads lead um, to Jackson. Yep. Ah, um, to going be in Jackson, Jackson and in love. Right. Jackson had many, many fine qualities. Um, there were wonderful people down there, lots of good things. But there were some funny laws. 
Um, and what's funnier to me is the reasons behind the laws. So, for instance, one is Jackson is known for the Apple Festival. And it was becoming an issue because the Apple Festival comes with it multiple parades. And they are cool parades. I will give them credit. They are cool parades. But <laughs> as as cool as parades can right, get, really. People were setting their chairs out weeks in advance. So city council actually had to <laughs> discuss and put into law that you are not allowed to set out your chairs along the parade route, block off your area, or otherwise mark your territory for the parades until 7 p.m. on Monday of oh Apple Festival God, it's, Week. It's like Black Friday, but for apples. Exactly. That's crazy town. And the first, my first experience with this, like, I'm being told about this law, and I'm like, no way. And I look it up, and it's really a law. And now I see why, because... How recent was the law? Uh, it was in the last five years. Oh, my God. Or ten years, I guess, because I've been away from there for five years. They finally said, you know what? This is out of control. They were putting them up weeks <clears throat> in advance. And oh so God. the entire week, like, at 6.45, 7, 6.45 on Monday of Apple Festival week, you see people outside their houses, along businesses, in the grass, like, holding their chairs, like, ready to go. Because you stake your claim. And if you don't, you will not get prime seating <laughs> for the parades and specifically the one on Saturday night because <laughs> that is the lit parade. It is an all-lighted parade. It is the longest all-lighted parade in Ohio. So it's a big deal. Wow. It's also the end of all of the summer festivals. So you have all of the queens from every ah. court and festival and the cold festival and the pumpkin show and everybody comes. Okay. It's a big deal. I just want to clarify. This is not what Ohio is like. No. All over the place. <laughs> this is Jackson. Like these are the people that like we live in what is... You could make the argument that that Columbus is no longer a cow town. I think you know yeah. we're, we're we're we've got enough people that um, <laughs> as my notifications are going off at full volume. Uh, um, we've got enough people here that we're we're a pretty big city, but like the, for the people that look at us as like a cow town, like this is what cow towns look at and go, "That's a fucking cow town right there." You <laughs> but know. Here's the thing, I know that Upper Arlington. I know that Grandview, Bexley, Gehanna, at least those four, already have laws on the books related to various festivals about when you are allowed to line the streets. <laughs> because if not, it can become a public safety issue. It may not be you can't set out your chairs until 7 o'clock on Monday of Apple Festival Week. But it's darn close because <laughs> if not, people get crazy about staking their claim. <laughs> That's awesome. I just imagine that there's there's just like this this seating rush, this chair rush that comes out, and and it's just like the you know it could potentially turn into you know fist fights and and all kinds of stuff. So oh yeah. Well, interestingly in Akron, um, another one. Poor Akron. It's getting yeah. picked on, wow. too. Well, you know what? The, the fact that apparently they put several of these things on the books all in the same year didn't really help them out a whole lot. Mm. Um, but uh, let's see. In 1991, um, Akron passed a law saying skateboarding in the city limits after dark is prohibited. Um, 
No person shall use, operate, or ride a skateboard within the city limits after daylight hours. Huh. Uh, I, I don't know. I've got I've got friends. I mean, like we grew up in an era where like skateboarding sort of became like a huge, huge sport. And, you know, so like when we were in Tony high Hawk. school. But yeah, by the way, we've we've known each other since high school. So like that's half that's the 20 report. years of yeah. history, folks. Yeah. 20 years. And uh, we've got several friends who were skateboarders and, and they, uh, you know, were <laughs> they, they, they were always fighting against the man, as it were. Because skateboarders mm. were punks. Well, now it's sort of like you see like guys in suits skateboarding to work. So it's a different world these days. Yeah. So skateboarding after dark, especially, you know, some anytime after 1991. I mean, you got to wonder how much of a problem was this really at right. this point. So, you know. Right. Now, there's a couple of these dumb rules that I can actually get on board with. Okay. In Toledo, throwing a snake at anyone is illegal. And that absolutely should be illegal. That's terrifying. <laughs> no throwing snakes at anyone. <laughs> My uncle used to, when I was mowing grass, he would throw little garden snakes at me. Oh, Is <laughs> traumatized, that, okay, that's, traumatized for life. That answers a lot of questions about you, actually. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm on board with Toledo's statute that throwing a snake at someone is illegal. That's that's crazy talk there. You sh- That should be illegal. <laughs> so this one is just... Curious, I guess. Uh, posting signs at swimming pools is illegal in Akron uh, as of 1998. Uh, ex- uh, as an, except for, as provided uh, in section 197.202 of this building code, no sign or painted or painted or printed on paper, muslin, or other fabric shall be posted, tacked, or otherwise secured to fences, posts, trees, utility poles. And signal poles, except as provided in other sections of the building code or, or, or other ordinances, these signs shall not be posted, tacked, or otherwise secured in any exterior surfaces of a building or other structure at swimming pools. Oh, fascinating. I don't, I don't know why that would be the case, but I, I don't know. Apparently I've angered God, too, because I just had thunder go off. I don't know if you folks heard that, but it's starting to storm here. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, so. In Youngstown, you may not run out of gas. That's you're just not, just not allowed? Not allowed. Um, that's probably good practical <laughs> advice. <laughs> not to pick on our Youngstown people, but, you know. Sometimes you just, holy <laughs> crud, man. Ben's scared of storms. He no, needs a thunder I'm buddy. I'm not scared of storms, but that was loud. That was close. No, okay, but... So, okay, I have to go back a little bit now on that one, because that one just kind of blows my mind a little bit. So, okay, so you're driving to the gas station. You're on your last, like, fumes, and you run out of gas, and a cop just happens to pull up right there. Well, guess what, sir? Tough, because you're going to jail. I, I highly doubt that it carries with they it will, a jail. They sentence. will do what cops do: pull you out of the car, beat That's the shit out of you. I know no, that is okay. Do. I don't want to misrepresent. That is not what cops do, <laughs> most of the time. Um, <laughs> uh, see, there he goes. Okay. God's yelling at you. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, now just, I just found the other more dumb laws in Ohio section. So uh, other on um, off also in Youngstown. Riding on the roof of a taxi cab is not allowed. That seems like good <laughs> sense, though. Right. I mean, yeah. in general, riding on the roof of a vehicle seems 
bad kind idea. Kind of a bad idea. Yeah, I remember uh, remember the movie Teen Wolf. Not the dumb show that's on CW that's not the right Teen Wolf. Uh, but the, the movie Teen Wolf, there is a scene where they go uh, van surfing, and they're riding on the top of like one of the guy's vans down the road, and he's pretending to surf, and they're playing Beach Boys and stuff like that. I always thought that was really cool as a kid until my mom told me, well, people die during, doing that. Right. And as, at the time, as a kid, I'm like, oh, my God, people died. And, and now as an adult, I'm like, did somebody really die, or was that just a don't stand on top well, of cars in, while they're moving? In, in the 50s, that was how they would play chicken. They would have somebody on top of the car, and two cars would drive at each other. <laughs> because chicken wasn't high stakes enough. <laughs> right. I mean, it's in the movie Crybaby, actually. Um, <laughs> but that, that was a thing. So I could see where that would grow out of something, but on a taxi cab? Weird. <laughs> There are lots of weird laws. Yeah, um, there's lots more. And, and if this is something that you folks like, we will definitely revisit this because this, this was one of the quickest half hours I've ever <laughs> recorded. So this was this is good times. Right, so no ducks walking down the street yeah. or other Ooh, things. Also, if you have dumb laws where you live, send Let them us to know. us. We'd like to hear about them. And yeah. we'd like to make fun of them for being dumb because we like dumb things. <laughs> They're funny. Yes. Anyways, yes. I'm looking forward to Ben's joke of the week, but as always, a little housekeeping. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook. That is our primary landing page where you can comment, get news, suggest topics, send us messages about other topics you would like. Um, and in general, we appreciate that. If you are are already following us, whew, <laughs> my speaking today is big, big way words on top here. of it. Yeah. Thank you. We love you. Uh, you can also follow Boxland Media on Facebook as well. We do lots of things up to and including putting out the fine print with Attorney Jen Rout every week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's more thunder. And if you are a Twitter, Twitter user, I am at the Almighty Ben on Twitter. Uh, I've, my game slipped a little bit there for a little while, but I am tweeting again, and 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 the, all the bots love it. They, oh, they're, they're all following me. Goodness, so, yes. What uh, would the world be without tweets? Yeah, uh, well, and and I'm Jen does not have a Twitter account, which means it is a perfect opportunity for anybody out there to set up a fake Jen route Twitter oh, account great. and start tweeting <laughs> terrible legal advice. Yeah. So that's uh. So, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Jerk. All right. <laughs> if you are new to the show, welcome. We hope you come back. And if you like the show, we would really appreciate it if you would take a few minutes out of your very busy day, head on over to iTunes, rate and review us. It helps us with our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository. And finally, we would like to thank you, all of our listeners. It is because of you that our podcast even exists. If you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button. And remember, sharing is caring. And what I mean by that is if you like it and you've gotten something out of it and you know somebody that you think might get something out of it, send them an episode. You know, it's something like, you know, you either, you know they're going through one of the topics that we've, we've gone through, something really fun like probate or heroin <laughs> addiction or something like that. Send them the, the, the video. You never know. You might change a life. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ben, let's hear your joke of the week. Okay, uh, my joke of the week, I have to pull it up. <laughs> Always so prepared. This is why he's studious, everyone. Super, super studious. I it just took him right. three screens to get to. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, how many lawyers does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. Three. One to climb the ladder, one to shake it, and one to sue the ladder company. 
Oh, that's just Because that's what bad. lawyers do is they just no, sue. It's so litigious. Bad. That's the word that I've learned. Litigious. We yes. are not all litigious. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yes. Well, either way, uh, until next week, I'm Ben Needenthal. And I'm Attorney Jen Rout saying ignorance of the law excuses no man from following it. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. This program is meant to be informative in nature and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media. Think big.